Honk with Mike Bridenstine is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. We should take a knee for the last three minutes to force this cheap fuck to buy Zoom. Mike knows, like, so, like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He, like, has, like, the biggest names on, uh, in comedy on his, on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. This is what the show's about, Nick. We have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends. <laughs> Obama is the actual devil. Crocodile Dundee was cool. Yeah! Welcome to Hunt with Mike Bridenstine. I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. Shout out Untaken Podcast. Shout out No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. You came here for a show, and I've got the world's greatest panel. April Body is here, First Timers Club. She is an entertainment writer for iHeartRadio. She is a comic in New York via Atlanta. Go follow her on Instagram at April Body. Mike Burns is back, the Motor City Cobra from Power Moves with Mike Burns from at Dad Boner on Twitter. He was the best man in my wedding. Adam Caton Holland is back from the Growlix, from Comedy Central, from those who can't, from Conan. He's the king of Denver. Teresa Lee is back from Take My Wife, from College Humor, from Cracked. She has a Zoom comedy album called We're Still Doing This. Lisa Traeger is back from Comedy Central, from Chelsea Lately, from Seth Meyers, from Netflix, from the King of Staten Island, and Pause with Sam J, one of the absolute best, Lisa Traeger. So without further ado, here are April, Mike, Adam, Teresa, and Lisa. Go ahead and hit subscribe. Let's go. Let's do Olympics. Is anybody watching this shit? I the only thing I've heard of is like these anti-sex beds. I don't know what the fuck is happening in the Olympics. It was on at a bar that I went to yesterday. Are you guys watching this shit? Should I care? I did hear about the the beds on a podcast, and they apparently was it was so out of um, proportion with the rumors that on this it was like a Wall Street Journal podcast, but they had the guy who made the beds, and I felt so bad for him because they were like. So what do you think, uh, like, you know, there's a lot of rumors going around that these were built this way. And he's just like this b- Japanese business guy who like got a, probably got a great deal, was excited to do this. And he was like, I assure you the beds are made sturdily. They're very comfortable. And he's like, are they trying to not let people have sex? He's like, uh, I don't know what he's like. It was, I was like, oh, man, they really had to get the guy out here to apologize who made the bed how does that even start like somebody looks at the bed and be like there's no way the way that i fucking have not well because it was it was a car it was cardboard they're very cheap look like they're i think they manufactured them where they're like they're sturdy but they look like they could fall apart but i i think it's for efficiency or price it's, point it's so insane that they think that if people want to bang the bed has zero to do with it it's there are there are restrooms, a floor. There's like places places people can go. They're Olympians. <laughs> they're yeah, they're the Olympics. Oh, sure. Yeah. How are we gonna bang? This bed is strong enough. They surpass like man. human uh, limits. You know, like you think they're gonna be like, guess I can't fuck in a uncomfortable bed. Uh-huh. There's a diving board from real high up that they could use. Yeah, lots of places. Ping pong tables. I watched some ping pong today, man. Ping Olympic ping pong is fire. It, it's really? exciting. Are you sure it's you so didn't put fast. on you put on Forrest Gump again, probably? 
<laughs> no, no. I did watch the Forrest Gump uh, movies that made us last night. It was fabulous. But um, yeah, yeah, man. Ping, ping pong, Olympic ping pong is this is no joke. They're really going for it. Okay. Sweaty. They had to, they had to wipe the table off today because it was getting drops of water all over it. Yeah, real fun. Hey, I've, been, I've been watching the Olympics nonstop. As soon as it started, I just have it on in the background all started. the time. Like, yeah. why not? I don't care. There's three on three basketball. I've never seen that. That's it's a so sport. Much fun. Yeah, yeah doing, I watched. It's like, it's like Gus Macker basketball. Great. Call it's your own. It's totally fouls. street ball. It's like you have ten minutes. First to twenty-one wins. It's three on like a, a regular basket's one. A three-pointer's two. And once there's a turnover, you have to like take it back out behind the three-point line to kind of like we used to say check when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. And, and then they just go. So it's like so fast. I was I had no idea that was an Olympic sport. I just I love the batshit sports you see. I can, I can watch any sport for 20 minutes and try to figure it out. <laughs> I think it's a winter one, but some I didn't know. I just learned that there's one that's skiing while shooting a rifle, and that just sounds like mm-hmm. like it's like someone's like, how can we make the whitest sport yeah. ever? <laughs> they did it. They did it. That's shooting it. while skiing. I went on a date, and the person said that they like the Winter Olympics more than the summer, and I was like, that's a red flag. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Just, Unless it's Michelle Kwan, I'm like, no. Yeah. Because it's like, there, I remember the era of like ice skating. No, ice skating up, is great. Outside but of that. Overall, yeah. no. They're not even, she, she was like bobsledding. I'm like, that ain't shit. Like, no one needs that. Well, you need to see a documentary called Cool Runnings that might change your mind. Documentary. <laughs> I believe it to be a documentary. I took everything. That's completely fact in that film. <laughs> you just thought that was totally... So, there's no movie magic. That's how it went down exactly. <laughs> None of them were actors. There weren't <laughs> Those were actors? They're really good. They're really good. Wow, I didn't know I that. always thought John Candy was just a coach in his side gig. <laughs> I want to ask a question about a documentary that I saw over the weekend. I can't stop thinking about this fucking thing. I don't know if you've seen it. Woodstock 99 on HBO Max. Did, has anybody seen this thing? Incredible. No, I but it. I did watch This Is Pop on Netflix, and it's um, a series on, like, five different categories of pop. Of course, my favorite is the Swedish Hitmakers. Yes. Um, <laughs> but there's a boys to men, Britpop, but they had one about festivals. And um, just, like, yeah, 99 really it became too much about consumerism yes. and that's why everyone revolted because no yeah. one could have water four dollar water uh, mud i remember the mud but it wasn't I really mud that's HBO. the fun Sorry. part oh it was poop it was poop yeah well like poop mm. mixed into the mud it wasn't all poop that would be yeah so i can't poop. be yeah, no way that's all poop. maybe a little bit there's of mud in, yeah there's poop in there I think about that 99, 2000 rock era of like new metal, Limp Biscuit, like Corn and Kid Rock. And I like I don't even foresee anybody being nostalgic about that era. Like we all just went. No, like, because it was about pop. You were doing the wrong stuff. You were trying. You were doing you were on the wrong side of history. So but there was I was listening to Britney, Christina. <laughs> I was living it up. See, I was we 20. We were that. People used to make I remember being like the teeny bopper as a as a label was embarrassing. So I would and and I would pretend to like be into more punk and rock, which is still pop, but like I'm like, "Oh yes, I'm 41." But then I'd have all my pop CDs. And then now it's like all of a sudden they're having like huge 90s parties at the Echo and you're like, 
Where were you guys when I was getting bullied? Yeah, yeah, what? yeah. yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, my ska habit seems real cool. Where were you in '97? Habit. When I was skanking along. Oh, well, it's a habit. It's not skanking. Something like. Wait, it's skanking. I mean, it's skating. I mean, it's forgivable. It wasn't. I'm not like shoved into lockers there's, anymore when I bring it up. There's a new song out by the Boss Tones that has like all the big. It's like a nine-minute song with like what? all of the big like '90s ska musicians, and I was like, okay, this was aimed right at me, and I'm taking it. Yes. You know what I love right now, and I'm late to the game. I only found her this week. Finally gave in. Olivia Rodrigo, get oh. a tattoo, put it on my body. I love her. Like. <laughs> I came around on her too, because at first I was like Love. trying to resist. Like, I mean, I was like, you know, industry plant. What is, what is this? But then I'm like, whatever. Like, everyone's on board, and it's a good. Like, we all just get on board and make her big. Maybe she, we won't ruin her, and she'll be fine. And she's a she's a Disney or a Nickelodeon. She's none of that. No, she I was in she... High School Musical. Yeah, yeah High School yeah. Musical, the musical. Yes, that's what the waitresses told me. Because I saw her on <laughs> SNL, and I was like, that is a polished young lady for, like, a teenager. You know what I mean? But like... I, th- I thought Taylor Swift kind of discovered her in a way, too, maybe. I thought I heard that. Um... Taylor latched on. Well, I only heard this because I was working on a show where we were booking guests, and the booker had suggested, apparently have suggested her, like, a year ago before she she even, like, became viral. So I think that's why everyone was like, She's a player, like within industries there, she's been like on lists being like, yo, you should check out this new person. But then Taylor is very smart and was like, well, let me uh, like make myself relevant again. So she kind of adopted her as a little sister. Relevant? And, I'm going yeah. to a Taylor Swift soul cycle on Friday. She's relevant to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have, Lisa, you haven't been on this since uh, you went on like a big health kick. Yeah, but then I've been flailing and I'm starting the fucking program again. Okay, well, you're allowed to fucking do that. I don't, I don't well, know. Yeah, I like I lost 35 pounds. Holy I think shit. I gained like five back <laughs> because I just, um, you know, it was, I learned how to ice, like become healthy alone in the suburbs in the winter in Chicago <sighs> where I couldn't go anywhere because my parents won't get vaxxed to then trying to stay healthy while I'm like, I want tequila, bitch. Uh, (laughs) Give me, give me me a burger. So I'm like, um, still working out, but I'm, I I have to start. I need a bitch to like, tell me what to eat every moment of the day. Yeah. That's that's just a little stock dip though. Just that little dip, that $5 dip. It's going to, it can't always be, the trajectory can't always go. It's going to crash that way. Little dips like this in the road, it makes you refocus. I was hung over as shit this morning. Didn't want to do anything. I was I was texting with Brado right before. Yes, the true. Program I here. can vouch for this. And I was like, I did not want to get in the car. I did not want to go to the gym. It was the la- I wanted to die for the first ten minutes. Twenty minutes after you there, felt like a million bucks. Now I'm a totally normal person again. I could be still sitting here staring at the TV, wanting to die. But all you have to do is get in the car and go. It'll take care of itself. My girl, that's what she says. She goes, you don't have to like it. You don't have to like me. You don't have to like the music. You just have to do it. And I went, Mm -hmm. thanks, girl. Yep. Yep. I had to do a thing yesterday. I booked a commercial, and they called me for my sizes. Wow, this is a nice, successful group. Everyone's booking. Everyone's booking. Everyone's doing good stuff. I got two babies screaming in my face while I watch the Olympics, Dad. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. doing What's a career like. <laughs> I, I have nothing going on. I have nothing. All right. Good I, to hear. Good to hear. This is it. It's good. So 
in normal social circles, Adam, you would be the star of the group, but right. you, you're, you're the loser here. <laughs> no, piece of shit raising his sons. Jackass. That sounds like a success story. <laughs> I was hoping for some hot, t- uh, like, okay. So back to Limp Biscuit, my favorite thing. Do you think that, uh, do you think that people are going to feel nostalgic for that? Did you, did any of you ever get into that? Did you ever think that that was good or have any uh, use for that in your life? I love I, Incubus. Is that, is that not, part of that era? Not, I'd give them a little more singer songwritery credit than the new metal guys you're discussing, Brian. Right. Like, yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Incubus's comeback, and then because of Olivia Rodrigo, I've been listening to a lot of Paramore, Avril Lavigne. Yeah, I love Paramore. So okay. that's where I'm living musically. Avril Lavigne, she's think... missing or something, right? What? No, there was a conspiracy what? that yeah. she was. But There's I... a conspiracy that she's a body plant, that it's not yeah. her. It's yeah. like an alien is her. People have talked about <laughs> yeah. it on this show, and I'll allow it. I, I just think we're old, and so everything we loved in high school is 20 or 25, and they're selling it back to us as yep. hard as they can. I'm, rebuying I'm here for youth. it. Like, yep. if I, yeah. I wouldn't buy a fucking Limp Bizkit ticket, but if they came through town, my friend's like, do you want to go? I got a ticket. I'd be like, fuck yeah. Let's yeah. go get drunk sure. and see what that's about. Someone like, that performed on a Papa Roach cruise, I will tell you. <laughs> is that real? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's like Papa Roach, Seven Dust, um, Alter Bridge, like oh, I, all these bands. I don't even know that. I know. I, I just don't went mean. to have a good time, but. Cut my life have... into pieces. <laughs> Wait, you got to tell us about these shows. How are the shows on well, these Well, this is the ships? point. Like, even if you think it's cheesy or not that cool, like, they are professional musicians who have played for decades. Right. It was awesome. They were fucking good. Like, and we were moving in the ocean, so that added to it. But, like, if you're a professional musician that has fans for decades, you're going to be put on a good show. Yeah. Even if you're, that's not your style. Like, it was, imp- I was like, I hung out with the drummer. And I hung out with the Hooba Stank drummer. <laughs> and, uh, hey. Oh my god! Oh, the I remember that reason. Nice. That was like such a. Everyone had those lyrics in their AIM profile. The, Give me a reason or something. Yeah. Found the reason. Oh yeah. I saw Papa Roach open on the Up and Smoke tour or one of those with like Eminem, Limp Biscuit, and Exhibit. When, when I go Huba to that. Stank, <laughs> Hooba Stank did that song on uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live. And David Cross was the guest, and it was he. You know, he has that. Remind like, me what Hoobastank does stop. again. I, I honestly, I can't picture and what the they do. The reason is you. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Not a oh, okay. Perfect oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> they, they they perform. They do a good job. You know, like the like you said, it's it's a popular song, and they're singing song. their singing their little Hoobastank's hearts out. And David Cross is sitting there shaking his head back and forth <laughs> with his head in his hands. And it was like, it was like David Cross for me is I always walk that line of kind of hating his guts, but also a, I love everything he does. I'm like, look, man, just put a smile on. You look like you're, you're, you're really this too cool for fucking school that like you can't stand the fact that you don't like this song so bad. You need to show everyone on national TV that you're like, no way, man. I should be down at a bookstore and listening to <laughs> fucking Shins. My Shins CD oh my and my Shins. Oh, everything else is garbage, man. 
And I just was like, I was so embarrassed for him. It made me, made me upset. I didn't even, it made me like the song. I was like, I'm going to like the song then. You were just, I, well, I feel like that's what's gonna happen though because it's like there you know how people were wearing like ramones shirts or whatever like yeah when we were growing up when they didn't because they're classic rock and now they sell uh shirts that are like backstreet boys and britney which is like we still yeah. think it's cool but i think they kids now see that as oldies and people buy the shirt because it represents being cool and liking vintage stuff. I like, bought I a Bob Marley time. shirt in middle school and I had no idea who Bob Marley was. Yeah, <laughs> everything is coming back. I saw a tube top that just had the yin, yin yang symbol on. I'm like, am I in fourth grade? Like, what is this? Like they're selling a new shirt like I'm this? I'm a follower of a yin yang right on my I, No, I, I just like, I remember it being cool and going away. And now I'm like, I can't tell if, if I wear oh. it, will I look old? Cause I- No, listen, <laughs> so since I've lost weight, and I was at home, I got all my old clothes out. So I'm wearing my Victoria's Secret pink see-through shirts. I'm wearing my skirt. I'm wearing my high school clothing. I have my Tiffany's bracelet. Yes. I love it. I'm disassociating. I'm watching Laguna Beach. I have my coach <laughs> fucking um, fanny pack. I'm loving it. You're Benjamin I'm buttoning. I'm time travel. <laughs> I am dressing how I want. Someone wrote that. Like all millennials put all fashion aside and we're dressing like the cool teenager we wish we were. <laughs> and that's what I'm doing. I am fucking wearing Abercrombie and Coach and I'm like, it's that? it's Fitch. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Fitch, okay? Yeah, no, no. Coach. What did I say? <laughs> Abercrombie and Coach. It was Abercrombie and the actor Craig T. Nelson. They started a clothing company together. It was wildly successful. When I prefer Dauber. It was he had the idea for flannel. Flannel was all Craig. Dauber, Crombie, and Coach. And my my little my niece, she's dressing like the nine. She's wearing she's sixteen. She's wearing giant sweatshirts from my swim. I have a sixteen-year-old nephew. He's wear he's got like the Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting haircut, and he's wearing Nirvana Unplugged t-shirts. I'm like, who's this awesome dude? <laughs> I'm with, loving it. Somebody with, brought with, up Boys to Men. What happened? They were the biggest fucking band on the band. They were the biggest group on the planet. Did whoever wrote songs for them, Babyface, stop writing songs for them? Why am I allowed to go see them in Vegas for $20? What the fuck happened to them? <laughs> they were so fucking in bad. a lot of movies as themselves. Yeah. Like, So I think maybe they just like to be... Like, you should watch the half the This Is Pop episode. Okay. I didn't finish theirs, but um, you'll find out. Yeah, Didn't one of the guys out. have to get bail on Boys to Men with like health issues? The deep boys. I think the deep boys. Yeah. yeah. And then now they're like producing music. Like the main singer is like a big producer. Like I think a lot of times you think people fall off, but like the money's behind the scenes mm. and you don't realize they're like, they're actually doing great. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I yeah. think about Li Linda Perry because people are like, oh, she's a one hit wonder. And it's like, that bitch is working. Which one is she? <laughs> Four non blondes? And yeah, Four yeah. Non Blondes, she's produced Christina Aguilera's strip. Yeah. Like, she yeah, yeah. produced uh, Pink yeah. songs. She's written a lot of songs for a lot of people, too. That's the thing. So it's like. Yeah, true. Yeah, you can, and if you get one hit, like, I, I actually um had to, like, interview, a, like, a songwriter for something. He wrote songs for movies. But he had one song from, like, Dirty Dancing that I think, like, that got his big break. And then he was just, like like huge mansions but obviously you can do more after that but all you need is one and then you're good. Eyes, was it hungry <laughs> oh i think hungry it was, uh he, he he like produced i think it was the time of our last ones he produced it with them but he, he was like dropping names about like oh the beach boys came and worked with me blah blah, blah. like he knows all these people but i'm like i've never heard of you but obviously you're doing fine 
Yeah. <laughs> so. I hope Nelly Furtado is doing good. I think about her a lot. Like, where is she? <laughs> yes. I think about Maya. Maya was so talented. Where does she go? My favorite fact about Maya is she was in Liza Minnelli's wedding party. She was a bridesmaid, but never met before the wedding. Ooh. Liza was just like, be in my wedding. And Maya showed up. She's in the <laughs> wedding photos. Maya's song still slaps. I mean, I'll put on free just like to dance around at home. Oh yeah, all those that there's that chunk then of songs that are there's I I, I just added a Kathy, me and Kathy. you to my playlist. Oh, yeah. Monica, um, what is it? Uh, Boys, mine, Angel, Angel, Angel of Mine. Angel of Mine by Monica, so good. It's one of my one of my current go tos. But I know Brandy and Mariah, they're about to drop something together. They're working on the project. Ooh, April, are you excited in any way for Donda or are you over Kanye's music? I feel like I'm the only black person. Like, first we quit Kanye. We were like, we're done. But then Donda came out. We're like, we're confused. We're back. It's like, <laughs> from TMZ was like, okay, I'm being hypocritical. I'm back on the Kanye train. Don't be mad at me. I think I'm the only one who's like, I'm still over Kanye. Okay. But the best I saw was like, it said, not Kanye divorcing Kim to get Jay-Z back. And I thought that was great. <laughs> <laughs> He's back on a song. That's exciting. Yes, they're back together now. So I'm like, that's the only part I wanted them to reunite. Speaking of speaking of lame, like uh, Jay-Z did that whole album with Linkin Park, who I assumed sucked. <laughs> until that point and i was like maybe they're cool right oh dude one of the episodes of this is pop is about t-pain and auto-tune and it's the best it's so good very good very good it was like i was gonna quit music like usher said he ruined r&b because he started doing the whole auto-tune thing but then kanye dropped that album where it was like 808s and heartbreak so hard and then everyone's like we love auto-tune um so t-pain talks about his depression that was the first kanye album that i was like i hate this but i but now i like it t-pain talks about how and he gives examples of it of he has this beautiful voice he's an incredible singer he does not need auto-tune it's a choice and he try and he explains kanye does that's that is a fact that t-pain t-pain's a great singer had Why no need for it, but just liked it. Tiny desk, and that yes. one changed your mind because that was like <laughs> I fell in love in the club. Like it was very. I don't want to hear acapella with <laughs> stripper. Like no. Yeah. No. Every time, every once in a while, <laughs> there's a tiny, tiny desk. desk? Where you're like, who signed oh, off on I that? I loved it. <laughs> oh, I loved it. It was. And then you have a hype man doing acapella with a cello. It's just not. Uh-huh. Good. <laughs> For like 13 white NPR staffers. He said it was was a a full house. The desks were full. All right, fair enough. I'd like to see photos because it didn't look full to me. (laughs) Didn't look like they had the full office. I didn't see the co-workers, the NPR staff. A lot of people called in sick that day, I heard. Hey, you coming to to the T-Pain thing? Oh, no, uh... Yeah, yeah, I got no. a, I got a, I got a phone Pete call. Yo. I'm on this phone call. <laughs> no, I'm I'm producing a segment in the field. I gotta I gotta stay in the field. Okay. Lip biscuit called. I can't. <laughs> Lip biscuit tiny desk. I I oh I am here for it. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Worst uh, tiny desks of all time. A kazoo yeah. did it all for the nookie. I'm there for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I like that. Um, Teresa. Yeah. This uh I feel like uh COVID exposed a lot of things about society that we're doing wrong. 
and in comedy. Okay. Something about oh, like a a man in a suit doing a monologue just felt like a thousand years old now. What is the most outdated thing about comedy? Oh man. What that's is the most way to get to a question? Uh, I know. I was like, in where is this of, going? In the middle of that, I saw you like tilt Which backwards. Which Jimmy is your favorite? Oh. <laughs> Just physically like revolted. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the most outdated. You know what's funny is because I feel like when I started, like to, if comedy was the way it was, like I wouldn't even exist in comedy. So I feel like since begin, like everywhere I go, it's a little bit like, I feel like I'm already kind of making it a bit more different. So it's hard, okay, it's hard to yeah. pin because if I'm in a club where everyone's being super hacky, like it's, it, it just doesn't exist. a show that's booked with me on it. And they're like that because they right, booked right, me. Right. So I've been around it, but um, I feel like for a while I was like, Oh, this doesn't exist anymore. But now, now that I'm traveling more, I do see it a little bit more. And I'm like, Oh, there are still people that just straight up will like bring up a girl and be like, well, Check out our tits. I'm like, I thought that was a, a thing. A bit. That happens still? I, I've still seen it. But I mean, it's like mostly when, you, when you're like traveling and like, I, I've been doing like more colleges during COVID and then we'll try to hop on little shows. But I, yeah. I have a feeling it's because people watch movies that make fun of stand up and then they think that they're playing the role of that person. And that's funny. Um, I, I hear what you're saying. Like you'll hear an MC still be like, this next comic so funny. And beautiful. And you're like, you would never say that about a guy who's about to come. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't need the look description. But they did just like post, like, there wasn't there some, there was some rant. Um, Tony Hinchcliffe just went off on a comic, which I'm like, whatever. Let's stop spreading this stuff around. But I guess the most outdated thing to me is when people send something like that and then ask me what I think. (laughs) Cause I'm like, (laughs) what do you want me to say? (laughs) Like, I love it. (laughs) Great, great stuff. No notes, no notes. (laughs) Surprise, I'm a big fan of that. This idea of just like asking uh, another comedian of any group, like, you know, insert the blank, like queer, Asian, you know, whatever. And just be like, what did you think of that thing in the media where they made fun of people kind of like you? You're like, what did you think? Yeah, <laughs> what did you yeah. think I thought of it? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? I don't like, need to ask. ask them what they really thought. Yeah. Like, it's more. Do you want to repeat think. my words so you don't say anything <laughs> wrong? Is that what's going on? Yeah. 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 Is there anything else? Do you think that? Uh, I remember one time comedians were on here and they were like, "I think that comedy feels outdated and will change after COVID." Does anybody feel that way now, or does it feel like uh, we're going back to normal or going back to the way it was rather? And nothing changes. Everything's the same. I That's think a good people question. People won't like. I don't think this is about outdated or not outdated. I guess it's. Um, but like, I think if ah, do I trust people still? I think people will cancel more when they're sick and not feeling well than they did. Like, I definitely remember being like, can never cancel. Gotta show up, and I would show up to places with the flu and like not feeling well. But like because of sports, you just have to go. And I think now we might have a little more respect for each other. And like, it's not about you and your pride. Like you would cancel if you're not feeling well. Right. I do think think there's going to be more outdoor comedy. I mean, I think speaking of like shows itself, like the setup, a lot of the- April um, hates outdoor shows. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't love them, but the club (laughs) setup has been more like, because they were shut down for so long and now they're back, but they're better outdoor shows. I think it made the masses who didn't under, like never went to alt shows or non-club shows realize that they were happening and cool. So I think there is a bigger audience now for shows outside of clubs. 
I think you're right about that. I think it kind of like the mantra was just like outdoor comedy sucks. That was always like, no, I don't want to do an outdoor show. It fucking sucks. It'll be terrible. Why would I do that? And now I've done so many of them over the past year and a half and they've been fucking great. And there's a level of comfort like you're talking about that. I think people are like, yeah, if it's on a patio, even better. I'm down to do it. And that's, that's <laughs> yeah, new. Yeah. There's also like way more, like I went to a downtown show on a roof um, it was like Grand Central Market that I was just like, oh, I'm nearby. I'm going to check it out. And I thought I'd just run into friends. But it was, I was like, it's the opposite of what you would think you want. Because I'm like, oh, wow, it was all a bunch of audience people, like regular people. And I don't see any comics. I'm like, that's a good show. But I just was like, well, I guess I'll sit and watch for a bit. Uh, I don't see part of Part of comedy hang is the hang. Isn't part of it the hang? <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, I think there's less of a hang now because people are like, if I don't have to leave my house, I'm right. not going to go out. I don't live in New York. So it's a different vibe. Like Brooklyn, I found out a lot of these kids had money because they were just doing house like shows in the backyard. But then also we're in Central Park and you just got people stripping and crackheads. You know, uh, we're getting heckled by crackheads. I just know yeah. it's Times Square, and I was like, "This is rock bottom." This is Times Square. <laughs> oh, no. oh God! I'm like, just give me a change cup, and like. <laughs> At least there's no distractions whatsoever. You're at the bar and you're like, could you turn the TV off at least? You're in time fucking square. While other comics are up. And it's just like, people are recording with their flip phone and like, (laughs) they got antique phones. Mike and be like, I'm funnier. And then, but then you have somebody with a saxophone playing Careless Whisper in the background. (laughs) (laughs) That's brutal. It's a different vibe. Dude. No, man, New York's the mecca of comedy. If they're doing that there, then that's the right <laughs> thing to do. I love it. I'm like, still, yeah, it's, it's different. You don't know what you're going to get. I'm also excited that we won't have to, like, hug more. I think hugging's uh, on a decline. I don't think any loose person's going to kiss my cheek anymore. So that's, like, nice. <laughs> loose person. They're so annoying. And guys get so mad when you're like, I actually did don't. Please don't do that. They get so mad. Like it's not I, even about you. I don't like get away. I hate. I hate the like small hand or the hand in the small of your back. That's that's like the because it's like you. It's like not enough of a thing where you can you move away and it's over. So you're like, I'm not gonna mention it. But then it's like, ah, we all know. Stop it. Don't do that. Like, yeah, like, I feel. I've always been a little upfront, but now I have no sh- like. Someone tried to shake my hand, and I went, I'm not doing that. And he goes, I'm a hugger. <laughs> And I said, no, I'm not a hugger. I'm a hugger. Like, I'm a hugger. <laughs> I just think th- that, like, physical touches are going to be uh, chiller. I hope so. But I just played a club, and after every show, you know, men are just like, here's my hand, and I'm impossible. It's like I have to shake the guy's hand. I can't just be like, sorry, dude. He's like, I love your show, and it gives you your hand, and I just I shake it. I can't help it. I was yeah. like, it's manners. Yeah. But it's hard after a show to be like, <laughs> Yeah. Right, right, right. But uh, but on your Jerry Seinfeld. I don't mind. I'm talking about when you go we walk into your club where you perform all the time, you see these goddamn people every day. We're not friends, we don't do lunch. <laughs> There's a reason I only see you here. And then we have to be like, oh hey, and then a hug. And it's like, get away from me. <laughs> yeah. I have to hug you for 20 years now. Like I don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> I agree with that. I, I'm or for that. Yeah. Hug. The hug is too long. You're like, hey, this is no uncomfortable oh that's the status shit when you hug somebody and they just don't want to let go like far longer than you that's very strange you feel the hand on your back moving like there shouldn't be the hand should never move during the hug 
Seriously. Why is everybody trying to grope all you guys? Nobody ever puts their hand on the small of my back and I'm feeling left out. I do. Thank you, Burns. So now I'm thinking of all this is like newer, but I love that the newer, younger, hipper female comics are dressing slutty. I'm very into that. Oh, yeah. I feel like back in the day it would be like dress like a man, take off your dress. Yeah. You don't want anyone to distract you. And now everyone's like, here's my midriff. I'm hot as hell and I'm selling out shows. And I just love that. So I'm like hot girl Instagram comedians who are actually funny. Like like they're not they didn't get into comedy from being on Instagram, but they're stand-ups who are like, I'm gonna also up my followers by posting bikini pics. I'm like, yeah, do that. That's great. I'm very for that. So I'm into fashion. Fashion <laughs> hitting the stages. <laughs> okay. I'll see that and I'll raise you. Men are wearing shorts way more now. For We're it. Just out there. I'm for that. That was a taboo, and the and the pandemic said, "Fuck it, you're lucky. I'm even here. Here's some jokes in my shorts." I've been fat for years. My calves are on point. People got to see these. <laughs> Work with what you got. Yeah. All right, Adam. Yes. Cleveland Guardians. Have you ever heard oh. of this fucking bridge before? Are you for this? I thought there was a new name, but I didn't hear it. This is you're breaking news. Breaking for me. news. Thank oh. you. Cleveland. <laughs> breaking news. No, never had heard of that bridge. Didn't know that was an iconic Cleveland thing. Happy about the name change, but as I tweeted, Steamers was right there. <laughs> Cleveland Steamers yeah. was right there. We all would have delighted in that fact. Yeah. Not I don't get options. it. Cleveland Rocks. Cleveland uh, Rocks. I thought, was, I thought that's good. The Cleveland Tom Berengers would have been cool. There's a lot of there's, there's wild, things. wild things. Wild things. Wild things also would have been a, a great name. It's a great. No, they, they, they said Guardians, and and they're like, no one knew that that's an iconic feature around Cleveland on one bridge. They Never have these structures called ever. Guardians. No one had heard that. Guardians. I heard. I heard that it was enough for that, but I thought I didn't know anything about Cleveland, so I wasn't sure if it was real or not. But yeah, I, not now I feel like it's like some rollers. executive who was like, you know, they're always trying to push an idea, but they're like, well, how about maybe that thing? And then it's just. The one that just keeps going on the list till the end, and they're like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." Well, how about that one that Jim wanted? Yeah, you know, Guardians is as good as any. I get okay, whatever. It was a, I don't, it was a safe choice, and 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 it was like, look, half people are gonna hate this, but the other half are gonna kind of tolerate it, and like it'll just go away, and everyone will. I think it's it's just a. It's a gross word. It's like it's not a it's not a cool word. Yeah, a guardian like it. takes in foster kids. Yeah. You know? it's like, uh... Legal guardian. Uh, you're a legal guardian. The Cleveland legal guardian. Legal guardians. Oh my god. Yeah, that's what. I think they did it purposely bad, so then we would be missing uh, the racist names. Yeah. They made it bad, so we'd be like, oh, remember when it was the Indians? <laughs> That's what I think. I just, like, they could have other choices. But, my yeah, my favorite take was uh, Vince Averill said they should have named them. Just call them the foster parents. The Cleveland foster parents. <laughs> <laughs> like, the logo's not that great. I don't the know. The Cubs were called the orphans for a while, so just so you know. So that would make, that would be in the uh, tradition the of that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Oh. Of, while we're on this topic, I'd like to add, I saw Pelicans for the first time in my life in person. 
And I thought everyone made fun of them as a mascot, but they're amazing birds. I'm like, (laughs) I fucking get it. I I thought you were talking like a band, and I was like, oh, I don't know this one. I thought you saw the basketball team. (laughs) The New Orleans Pelicans. Where did you see Pelicans for the, were you like on a bird watching? No, I was lucky. I was doing a gig in La Jolla. I went down walking across the Oh, this is recent. This was this weekend, and I saw the Pelicans. I've been working on this for a while. I've been thinking about this. No, I I saw them and I know the New Orleans team and people were upset. They were like, Pelicans are stupid and lame. But when you see them out in action in nature, they're really cool and yeah. they move cool. I, they I was eat like, a oh, big spoonful cool of water and fish and then like what, filter it out or something? Their necks, they were like shaking their necks oh. around. It was cool. Okay. You're, uh, cool. you're talking to a bird. Well, I'm a big bird watcher because oh, I'm, wow. I'm white and a cliche. This is your breakthrough bird. You're going to start noticing birds all the fucking time now. I gateway? I love gateway I started bird. getting into birds during quarantine. Wait, Adam, were you bird watcher pre-lockdown or is this like a like Oh yeah, I've been on this I've been on this shit for years. Wait, like, do you know about the Highland Park parrots? Absolutely. They're P- Pasadena yeah. parrots. Um, I live in Glendale. I fucking the hear The ones that got loose, right? Orgy of birds all the time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's the proper term. Orgy of birds. <laughs> orgy of birds. There, I swear, like, my street used to be, it, way back in the day, probably, like, a wooded forest bird haven because there are, like, at least six different big, like, clusters of different types of bird. Like, I've seen, like, blue jays. I've seen parrots. I've seen, like, you know, whatever, the doves. But they will have their babies and then teach their babies to fly on the tree. I spent a lot of time around, you know, during lockdown. No, no, Looking up at the trees. Everybody was staring into their backyards in sad ways they never had before. And lots of people were noticing. The birds, they fly. They like teach them to fly on the branches. It's like match. I was like, It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. I'm here for all of it. (laughs) I also need stand up. Stand up needs to come back. (laughs) I just feel like I'm being defensive because Adam, this is not my entry bird. I used to collect <laughs> owls as a child. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You used to collect <laughs> owls? Like like the like, figurines, not real owls. Yeah. I, I was like, haven't you heard Bronger's uh, Bronger's old owl bit? They will they want to kill you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well no, maybe uh, it's a maybe it's a renaissance. You've you already had this moment, but it's it's coming back. I just love seeing um animals in the wild it's so cool it's like how they're intended i saw sea- seals too it was so exciting Ooh. Ooh. that's like all my instagram feed is like wild and pretty much all i follow that's probably a better social media experience than what i do just hating yeah. every show that i'm not on thank you <laughs> like in california you don't see that many like rando like just like farmy animals walking around but i was in miami and i didn't know how many how much wildlife like you literally you're seeing snakes you're seeing cool colorful birds i saw i was crossing the street literally saw a chicken crossing the street to join a group of other wild chickens that were just probably hanging i don't know what was happening (laughs) but it looked like they were hanging out and the chicken that was like it was running it looked like it was late it was like i go to this meeting and then they just stopped and then they were all like in a cluster oh they're up to no good they're gonna roll a fool (laughs) they're they're doing no good and that is the only time someone said anything about a chicken crossing road that i've ever laughed at so thank you for that (laughs) oh is that my bird is that my bird is that my entry bird that's a chicken you don't want a chicken chicken's not a good entry bird just a miami street chicken is your entry (laughs) bird miami street chicken that's a good that's a good mascot <laughs> tiny, tiny uh, velour tracksuit, sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
at April Mike Adam Teresa and Lisa go ahead and hit subscribe there's still more show but if you want video of this panel and like 66 other panels that's on the Patreon patreon.com slash brido b-r-i-d-o if you want to support the show that's where you go become a bona fide hunk there's world series reviews i posted 1950 and 1951 this week that means it's time for the shot heard round the world motherfuckers find out what that means on the patreon i also posted my 22nd chicago comedy history bonus show this week with shappy seashultz who i'd never met but I'd heard stories about for years. He was one of the original slam poets. Slam poetry started in Chicago. And he's one of the original Gen Xers who got into nerd culture. That was not a thing before him. So go check that out and the rest of them. Patreon.com slash Brido. It's like a dollar a month, five dollars a month. Put it down in your calendar that the next Carport Comedy Show is August 14th. Rock tomorrow night as you get this Saturday. Today is Friday. Tomorrow is Saturday. I'm at the American Barbershop in Echo Park. I just saw that Jermaine Fowler just got added to that show. It's probably sold out, but look for that on my Instagram if you feel like going on the off chance that there's still tickets. August 6th, I'm back at Nightcap in Burbank. Always a good show over there with Aaron Maliner. Always a star-studded lineup, so go check those out if you're in the L.A. area. If you want even more of me than you're already getting, I did another Patreon episode of Power Moves with Mike Burns, who you're enjoying on this episode already, so go check that out as well. Okay, we'll get right back to our show after a brief word from our sponsors. This show is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Urbandale, Iowa, my beloved home state. Learn to defend yourself. Get back in shape. COVID made you way less hot. That can be fixed by black belt instructor and bona fide hunk Jared Barr. JJ motherfucking Barr. He's been on the show. If you're in the Des Moines area, stop getting your ass kicked. Go go plata the fuck out of life until it taps. No coast Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Tell them Brido sent you. Hi, this is Dustin with None Taken Podcast, and I have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Hey, this is Alan with None Taken, and I also have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. And you clearly listen to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine, so maybe you'll like our show, too. We post weekly episodes recapping current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal lives. Give us a listen. You can find us wherever you found Hunk with Mike, or go to our website, nuntakenpod.com. And now back to the world's greatest panel. Fuck yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> These guys fuck. <laughs> Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Those guys give space kisses. Now, here's the thrilling conclusion of April, Mike, Adam, Teresa, and Lisa. Go ahead and hit subscribe. Lisa Traeger. Uh, M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan has a new movie. I wanted to check in and see how everybody felt about M. Night Shyamalan. He comes out with six cents when he's in his 20s. Unbreakable. People are like, not as good, but still, hell yeah. Then Signs. People are like, no. Then The Village. People are like, fuck you forever. How are you <laughs> on M. Night Shyamalan? That was a brief history of his first few movies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, um, I want, the old is so scary. The trailer alone, chills. I couldn't, it was so scary, but I just um, read everything that happened in the whole, so I just read, I read the spoilers. I, I had to see, I wanted to know. I think um, we put on too much, pr- I mean, maybe he shouldn't, he should make better movies, but he gave us Sixth Sense. Yeah. He's allowed, like, I hate the. He's 29, he gave six. It's too high of a standard to think he's going to be able to meet one of the best movies of all time. (laughs) We're just expecting him. I think our expectations as a society of calling him the next, whatever, he's the greatest. All of a sudden, our expectations make us hate him, but he's just an artist trying to work and surprise us. You know, he's just (laughs) trying. (laughs) that's like so sweet that was the sweetest that was the nicest thing that anyone that lisa's ever said it's just a nice (laughs) artist trying to surprise us like i don't know his personality at all so i have no idea but that makes me want to root for him but i'm also like he could be a total dick so i mean sixth sense go ahead april the servant on apple tv it's a series okay it's creepy and it's good. I was actually surprised. So okay. I feel like that's his I don't know about old, but yeah. I I have a take I'd like to share on this front. <laughs> I saw the preview for that movie, and whatever you think about M. Night Shyamalan, it's the plot of a Disney film called Flight of the Navigator. I was raised oh, by yeah. television. It was like 1986, 7. The kid like goes into a forest. He comes back. It's like eight years later. And his family doesn't recognize him, and they're like, they, you know, they thought he's been dead. It's the flight of the navigator is is the plot of this M Night Shyamalan film, and I'm calling him out. <laughs> what if he, what well, if he well, heard well, that and he's well, like, no, well, oh my god, got it. <laughs> you know how an idea gets in your body? You like, you hear something a year ago, you spit it out a year later. You're like, I think I had that idea. I think you know, M Night Sham- Young think M Night Shyamalan watched Flight of the Navigator. See, that's the Here twist at the end. He brings. He's like not really directed by me, and he brings out. <laughs> no, the other guy. then he's got yeah. me. Then he's got me. I think it's a genre because I've been watching Manifest, which is like the soap opera thing where these people go on a plane and come back five years later. They okay. haven't aged, but everyone else is aged. Okay, and that might be a like category. Sure, like of time. Oh, money. it happens in that space movie where they go to the gravity planet. Planet of the Apes. No, they. It's like one of the. Is it regular Earth the ones. gravity planet? We have gravity. Uh, they go to the planet with too much gravity, and it and it, they don't age, but everybody else ages. Hmm. Mm. Okay, so apparently it's a yeah. familiar trope. It's a then, thing I... in a movie. Interstellar, it's a, Interstellar. It's a subgenre of sci-fi. But this is just creepy because they're watching their little kids suddenly be pregnant and give birth on a beach. Like that that's not. They get pregnant? That One of them does. Yeah. Oh, so someone's like timing it just right for when the kid got oh, to the age of oh, uh, you're 18 in five minutes. <laughs> yeah, five minutes. And like, and then all of a sudden, you know, so does how does the kid inside age? Does the kid grow fast too? Because Nine months. Yeah, that's why the like, body starts hurting her because that, that so the, just explodes. The preview wow. is her going, oh, I can't. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, that's oh awful. no. That's so bad. He's a sicko for sure. <laughs> All right, Burns. Uh, Tom Brady went to the White House, made hilarious jokes. Do we like Tom Brady? Uh, I I flipped over to to pro Tom Brady after he went to Tampa Bay because okay. he's. He's the greatest uh, quarterback of all time. I'm a huge NFL fan. Of course I want top-tier talent to enjoy. 
and now he's just he's a little more he's looser. He, I I can't like the Patriots. I can't no. enjoy the Patriots, but the Bucks. It's the Bucks, you know. Like, <laughs> what the Bucks ever do? They're just the Bucks. They're in Florida. They're doing the best they can. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, I want to support that sort of thing. So if that if that works out for the the city of Tampa, you know, I've got a deep love. The city of Tampa is so close, near and dear to my heart. This is like the most positive like session. Yeah, Everyone we're... was just hyping up, like <laughs> no rose to be made. I, do, I, I like wholesome. I, 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 I will never forgive him. I don't trust him. I will never trust him. But I love watching not. him drunk. I love a champion on their cheat day. I like to say that. Like yeah, yeah. I like someone <laughs> that works hard all the time. Although, do you believe the Rock's cheat days? Yeah. Oh, he, oh hell yeah. He eats 20 pizzas? I believe no. it. Okay. Yeah, he's got to he has he, to eat so much food. I mean, huge. he's huge. Yeah, that doesn't shock the price. I believe anything the rock tells me. <laughs> okay, Who are you yeah. to question? Are you going to vote for the rock? 100%. <laughs> if he told me to. Whatever, whatever he tells me. He's running. Whatever he I says. Hope that's not real. <laughs> I mean, I would be scared. I think he really fought John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's really serious about running. Him and Kanye, 2024. Kanye But The the Rock's liberal, right? The Rock's pretty liberal. I'm I'm pretty sure his politics are... Anyone who's Hollywood famous, though, I would raise a big question mark. Their number one goal was obviously not to learn about the world and go into politics. They do other cool stuff, but how do you switch halfway through your life? That's like a career-long thing. Arnold Schwarzenegger, I don't know. Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. Well, he he married a Kennedy, though. And my favorite is Jesse Ventura. I love all his conspiracy theories. Yes. I love James oh, Adomian's yeah. Jesse Ventura the most. I go down. Yeah. He you announced wrestling is, when I, I was even, a kid. I don't even picture Jesse Ventura when I picture Jesse Ventura. I picture James Adomian. Do you tell, <laughs> do you tell if I hear the word Jesse Ventura? Look I at the body, McMahon. Yeah, look at the body, McMahon. Oh, and the the Bilderbergers, the yeah, Bilderbergers. Yeah, yeah. I don't do a Jesse Ventura impression. I do an impression of James yeah. Adomian yeah. doing an impression of Jesse Ventura, the Bilderbergers. Uh, okay, this goes along with the Tom Brady thing, I guess. But April, the Bucks won the title. LeBron has one billion dollars. Who is the face of the NBA? Giannis Antetokounmpo. Or LeBron James. How am I doing? Giannis Antetokounmpo. Nailed it. Swish. <laughs> Pretty good job. I feel like I still feel like it's still LeBron out of popularity, but I'm like, yeah, I'm like Team Giannis just because it's like the underdog, you know? Yeah. Yeah, LeBron is like LeBron. Yes, 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 he's great. Um, but yeah, I'm Team Giannis. And even though the Hawks were in, I was rude for my Hawks, so okay. I was like. The root for the Bucks because of that, but then I had to, you know, switch it up. But yeah, I want to love LeBron. I want to love LeBron. I, 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 I want him to be the champion, the, the, the top tier, top shelf NBA headstone that I, that I crave. He just lost me this season. He's get, he got, he's addicted to the crybaby antics, the scratched eye and the exactly. laying on the ground. It's just like I can't yeah. like you anymore, dude. I can't like. We're, you're not Jordan. You're not ever. You you cemented it this season. You never saw jo- Jordan wouldn't whine and cry in the middle of a game. You do that in the locker. He did a full nine part documentary with orange eyes. He plays through pain. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, boy. I agree yeah. with you. After every, like, basket, LeBron immediately looks up at the replay and he's, like, pointing. He's playing a game with the referees now versus playing a team he's competing against. Yeah. Um, and as a, as a Denver Nuggets fan with reigning MVP Nikola Jokic, I like, the, I like the Euro. I like these Euro guys coming in young and hot. It's like a fun international league now. I like that. I, I enjoy it. And you see the progression of the league of, of worldwide basketball now because of that sort of thing. USA basketball sucks. What city? They're a shitbag team. They lost the Devin France Booker the looks day. so sad. Uh, so they're so bad. It's it's a real embarrassment. And I think you saw like the U.S. has lost the full mighty grip on on basketball talent. It's not it's not U.S. based anymore. Who the, famous went to the U.S. to play for the basketball? I, Kevin Durant's there, I think. Like Bradley Beal. It's 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 not a. <laughs> It's, it's not exciting. They're good well, because they, is it because they got worked so hard and had to play back-to-back seasons here? Like, why didn't we get a better, you know, dream team or whatnot? Well, the, I think that they don't have that good of a dream team, and people don't want to go get embarrassed. Okay. I don't think, they, and like, they don't want to. They don't need to necessarily play because the world no. watches the NBA, so they can get that sort of like world. They also just have the most yeah. playing. Like Liza was saying, it was so exhausting to bubble to this season. They didn't have regular off-season. Like, if you're a player, you're like, no, I'm not going to go burn out in the oh, Olympics. Like, I need to rest. They must be so happy to be at home in their mansion on the beach. Like, why? yeah, I'm not Checking doing out that Pelicans. this year, man. Not this year, son. <laughs> not to lose, also. Um, I gonna... saw Amari Stoudemire in New York eating lunch, and I said hello. <laughs> Very sad. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> Would you like please just throw interrupted my lunch? No, we wait. No, I waited till he got up, and him and his, I think, agent um, were uh, leaving. A very Jewy-looking man, and you know, I had to wave. Yeah. He's so tall. How do you not wave? Right. What Did restaurant were they at? It was a Greek restaurant. Uh, uh, what meat? I'll look it up, but it, it's like um, a, an ex- overpriced, expensive business Greek place okay. on like fifty-fifth. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's right. called Atticompos. <laughs> get, get yourself a nice $17.99 Greek chopped salad and a, a, a passion fruit iced tea. I've never heard of an expensive Greek place. Oh, yeah, where the dips are, are like $38 for three dips type place. Yes. Uh, Seafood, yes. fish, octopus. Come on, you can't have an imagination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, did they get the Saganaki or what? There's no flaming cheese. You fucking, you cannot have an expensive Greek restaurant if you don't even Why light even the cheese go? on fire. Fuck. You're not gonna look at, you're not gonna get shit. fire cheese. You're not getting fire cheese. Why would you even go to a Greek restaurant? My mom's Greek. Go? I can say that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just, just as valid as Lisa's Jewy thing. She said, "Thanks." Uh, whose turn is it? It is Teresa's turn. Teresa. Oh wait, Adam. Six minutes. No morning. one cares. Just tell us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Someone yelled at me last time. Sometimes like, it's my turn. Sometimes people are like, fucking, it's your show. Who cares? Like, it's Hollywood Squares. We all got to get our fucking sound bites in here. I fucking loved Hollywood Squares. That ruled my life for a a few years. Did you know John Roy did it? John Roy did Hollywood Squares after he won Star Search. What? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I got to find that. I know. It was a big deal for us. Who was Whoopi was was the center? I bet. That's huge. Yeah. Whoopi was later, but it was always somebody who who was was closeted gay. It was always Jim J. Bullock. Jim J. Bullock. I feel like Ed McMahon held it down in the bottom square occasionally. 
Shadow Stevens. Yeah. The uh, blonde woman from Facts of Life. The uptight one. My Blair. agent reps Blair. Pam. Blair. Blair. My agent reps Natalie, yeah. and I was like, and I've been wanting to get Natalie on this for so long. Hell yeah, get her on here. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. Blair from Facts of Life was on a season of Survivor, if that's something that excites anybody here. That very much excites <laughs> Okay. All right. What's your okay, favorite I, I bird? Right, if you could get a full Facts of Life reunion hunk episode, it would be just Tootie. You get, you get oh, I'll Blair, get Kim get Fields Joe. on here. I would definitely. She yeah, looks the same, which is horrifying. Joe Polnicek. Get her in here. Yeah, no, no offense to this panel, but what are you doing with us if this is something you can go grab? This, why aren't you aggressively pursuing? This? I only you mentioned one degree me. separation from Natalie. Now all of us are, all of you are like, go get Facts of Life and replace me. You could have Natalie from Facts of Life on instead. You have Mike Burns. What are you fucking doing, man? This isn't how you run a show. You've made me very happy on Twitter, Burns. You've had some real, you've had some real hits on Twitter. I I'm not Natalie. I'm no Natalie. You're not even close. You're half a Natalie. Come on. Not Tootie. I'm not Joe. I'm not Blair. I'm not Mrs. Garrett. I'm fucking. Certainly not a young George Clooney traipsing in there announcing his stardom. (laughs) Way down the. I'm way down the list. Did any other uh, big Hollywood stars get a start on sitcoms? I think DiCaprio did. DiCaprio, yeah, Growing Pains. Growing Pains for sure. Oh, uh, Bosom Buddies, right? Uh, Hanks. Tom Hanks, yeah. But no one. Uh, wasn't there a cabbie one? Who was in the cab one? Is that Robin Williams? Oh, Taxi? Or no? mm-hmm. Robin Williams was Mork and Mindy. Mork and Mindy. I feel yeah. like he was already a pretty big star by then. Yeah. Um, Bruce Willis, like. Moonlighting. Moonlighting. Yeah. Moonlighting. Yeah, that. Because I, I worked on that movies that made us show for Die Hard and uh, had to really know his history. But apparently oh, you worked they, like, on that had... show? Yeah, but they had to, like, test him. It was, like, a whole thing where they almost didn't, um, like, they had to, like, book it. They screen test, and they brought him back a bunch of times, but they are like, that's a risk, but we moonlighting so great, and it was, like, a whole thing. Wow. But they, he was really big at the time from that, and I, I've never heard of it. But. That series is so pleasurable. The, the toys and the movies, both that both of them. Moonlighting had toys? Favorite. Yeah. Right. No, 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 I'm saying those series. Movies that made oh, us. Oh, the movies that made us? Yeah. And the toys that made us both are so well done and entertaining. They're, they're well, you would like this, the pop one, too. I think you'd I like the, this. Oh, you did. Did you like it? Did you like it? Yeah, I loved it. Fabulous. Yeah. Love all that shit. You just didn't say, you didn't add on to my, any of my, I mentioned it four times. He kind of just left you, he left you out there. Hey, Burns, you know, you know who to back her up on that? Fucking Natalie. Thank you. Fucking Natalie would have. Yep. Team player. Part of what made the show so great. <laughs> Adam, I'm a uh, two minute warning. Oh, go. yeah, guys, what I gotta go. I gotta go uh, relieve my. We have a two and a half year old and a two month old. So, anytime I'm doing anything like this, my wife's like, it's fucking pandemonium in here. I'm like, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> so, I gotta get back to that. He has to take his kids out to pee, you know. <laughs> I gotta let them take out in the out. yard. Take them out. Take them out. I gotta take the boys out to pee. You guys know how it is. Next time, Natalie will be here. Yes, if I hit, I'll hit leave meeting and please have Natalie pop up. <laughs> I can have numbers of the show. We'll fucking spike. Yes. And I get it. I get it. Is Mrs. Garrett alive? Charlotte Ray, I believe her name is. I think so, but you don't hear from her. That's that's. Uh, she could have slept through, slept through the cracks at some point. I'll go ask my boys. They know. I teach <laughs> them. They'll know. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye Adam. Bye.
Later. Bye. Mia Jackson's uh, boyfriend said that uh, Trump was shaped like Mrs. Garrett, and it always makes me fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Who's her boyfriend? Do you like him? April, do you like him? Do you know him? Yeah, he's cool. Okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know, Liza? She's like, well, huh? I don't want to say anything. But no, no, no. I just sure. really, I just really like her, and so I was like, I hope that you know she's got hey, a the guy. boyfriend, police. Traeger, um, <laughs> I am. <laughs> no, last time I was in New York, I, you know, I was getting hot. I was, um, I think it's because I do an SVU podcast. I'm just a little more suspicious lately. And Sherrod Small kept calling me a save-a-ho. I kept making him follow couples with me or I'd be like, she doesn't really like him. He's pressuring her. And he'd be like, leave people alone. What's a save-a-ho? But I could, a save-a-ho? <laughs> Captain save-a-ho? Oh, wanna- save-a-ho. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what is this? I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's when you uh you know go to the strip club and you're like, I'll I'll pay for your college. Literally what it means. Saving a hoe. Saving hoes. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I've been debating asking this the whole time. There's a a trans woman yeah, on the cover that? of uh Sports Illustrated. Is that is that a big deal at all to anybody or is that progress well, or is that a gimmick? Of course it's progress and a big deal, even if it is a gimmick. If it's the first time something's happening, it's a big deal so, because it hasn't happened before. And so all of a sudden, it's something's possible that was not possible before. Okay. So, um, and, she, and she's fucking hot, you know? What is the context of it? Cover of the Blue. swimsuit issue. There's just oh. three covers of yeah, Sports Illustrated. Yeah, there's one with Megan the Stallion, which... Nice. Yeah. There's uh, one with somebody else I don't remember, and then there's uh, the it's a trans woman that I don't. Know. I I love that there is some dirtbag racist person who hates uh, inclusivity of uh, all sorts and took that Sports Illustrated into his restroom and um, and then, and then found out afterwards and then just. Is sitting there with a gun to his head. Just, I know, my God, no, no, what, what is, no, what did I do? What did I do? It is like so, it is one of those things where I I kind of agree with Lisa, where it's like you do know when they're doing a thing like that, why it's important, but also like the people who are benefiting from that specific decision are all probably also part of the, like they're all the people who are also sitting there saying no. And then like, well, I'm going to get some clout for it. Pat, pat, pat. Yeah. 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 The same people. (laughs) It's like, let's just like be like, how about let's let new people run shit because they'll do it better. But yeah, I mean, the third person was Naomi um, Osaka. Oh, okay. I love her. How did I, I forget I that? I must not have known that. I don't know why I forgot oh, that. I want to see them put like a terrible looking one on the cover and then it's like true progress. Okay. <laughs> well, that's the whole thing. It's like, that's the same thing with plus size models. It's like, people are like, yeah, but they're hot. You have to be hot to be a model that is part of the job. Whether you're fat or trans or short, you gotta be hot. That's Yeah, that's- and I think the value of being like, oh, are they hot enough to jerk off? Which I totally like, I think the, the joke is funny, but just now that we're... Putting this out there, I think we all know that hopefully that that isn't the barometer of you get to live because I would drink up to you. But, uh, you know, hey, take <laughs> not be laughing at that. But, take it. You get to live. 
get to? People are getting killed because of not being on the Sports Illustrated cover. I, I blinked and missed a ton of something. No. That's really, really I just think like this idea of someone who's that homophobic <laughs> being like that ADC upset that they second. jerked off because like I think that they, that that person will probably not. Uh, change their views because they jerked off in the bathroom to a trans person but but i do like that but we're hold, not caring on. so much what they think i think the idea is that we're not catering to them as much now and that it's right. less important if they care or not there was a model um uh she like just quit halima aiden who uh, like she was the first model who wore a hijab like and she always like wears it because that's her religion but she right. quit because she said like it started getting to the point where it was becoming like in uh, almost an accessory like they all shoes they were like starting to make it smaller hijab smaller and smaller and then uh -huh. they would put her in dressing rooms where it's like she have to walk <laughs> through guys dressing rooms because the industry is like that but instead of being like oh we recognize that you're here representing that you care about your values they're like yeah but it's all for show right you can actually do this thing and she's like no i the whole point is i it's against my religion to like be changing in front of dudes all this stuff so she quit i'm like yeah you guys fucked up and, and you know <laughs> she's also very hot too so you know, she that, can that you know, it was like a big thing, too, that someone who, make, who makes money off, off of uh, whatever publications that that uh, Sports Illustrated, they're like, we got to be the first one to get her. Not no hijab. We got to get Oh, we gotta right. Get some, yeah. We got like it. It'll be so exclusive. And there's probably people in her ear like telling her, like, you got it like just one time. She's like, no, it's not a one time thing. <laughs> It's it's not like negotiable. There's no negotiation for this whatsoever. It's that, that's you you completely missed the point. But you know that that like yeah. you got agents like look, you can get an extra million dollars for this magazine shoot if you just take it off once. And it's like I can't take it off. It's against my beliefs. It's period. That's and so weird though too be because so they cool. wouldn't be like let's get hot nuns. Hot nuns, maybe that's but they can get <laughs> But hot Catholic girls—that's like that's a that's a whole genre of I'm familiar with. <laughs> yeah, nuns wouldn't be on sports. You guys don't read hot nuns magazine. You don't get that. It's really good. It's there's a lot of good articles. I don't just look at the picture. I'm not some pervert. There's good articles. Good in interviews there. in hot nuns. <laughs> Okay, I've been asking people. This has been fun for me. Uh, what is your favorite dumb conspiracy theory? One that you might not even believe yourself, but you're like, I'm glad that exists in the world. Uh, oh, uh, April, you can start. Uh, I've been also down the QAnon rabbit hole. I love rabbit hole. Okay. The show? <laughs> no, anything. <laughs> if I can't sleep, I'm reading about whatever, like. Free Britney, I'm I'm all about that right now. But um, no, the Q Adnan was because also my friend, I learned he's now Q Adnan. Like he started posting these things on his. Oh page. no! <laughs> but the one that he posted was celebrities eat babies. Yep. Yeah. 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 I'm like, and he's mm -hmm. on his page. You're like, look how sick Hollywood is. Oh, pedophiles. I'm like. What about the regular pedophile next door? Like, we need to get rid of them. Everybody's so fixated on Hollywood doing these things. Well, like, to stay young, Hollywood people have to eat babies because of the chemical inside called adrenochrome. Yeah, that's it. Which, well, what's upsetting is they they buy that's the all rumor. the really good. They can buy all the expensive ones, and like I gotta buy babies at Aldi. You know, where they're not as good. Wholesale they're babies. Not they're not as healthy. It's just. 
it's it's it's, it's ridiculous that they get all the all the high the top dollar kid. ones. And he it's was like talking these like women, like I forgot the actress. She's like, see, she's aging because she didn't eat the baby or something. Yeah, like, you gotta what? eat the baby. You gotta eat the baby or age. <laughs> You gotta eat the baby. <laughs> eat the baby oh, honey, eat the baby. You can't leave. Have some more baby. Yeah. You gotta moisturize and you gotta eat the baby. <laughs> There's a show on on HBO Max that's called Rabbit Hole or something like that, or that is all about QAnon. And it's the they figure out who it is, who this guy named Code Monkey, who's this like yeah, this kid who lives in Hong Kong or in the Philippines, he like goes back and forth. Who's just like online all day? That's who it is. That's all it I is. Thought it was a guy like Cody who's dead, and they were trying to say Tom Hanks is the reason he's dead. I thought it was that guy. <laughs> so like this is curly haired kid. He was an actor, and there's some actually some truth to some of the things that he said. Except I don't think Tom Hanks killed him. Like that's I don't believe that part of it. I believe Chet like, Chet Hanks killed him. Yes, humble clad But I think it was. Tell with some blood clots. You think he's black? I don't know. But no, I thought he started this whole thing, but he died because he was trying to blow the lid off pedophilia and like real things that were happening in Hollywood. But then he got a little crazy and they were like, Tom Hanks killed him. And the day he died, he was like roadkill because he did a selfie next to where the kid died or whatever. I know. Wow. I have not heard of any of these conspiracies. You never heard of QAnon? No, I know about QAnon, but I I don't know. I mean, I know they were also doing like the anti, like the the coronavirus hoax, but I didn't know about the Tom Hanks thing. I mean, I I was trying to go for a more, like, I feel like these, like, these scare me because these people, aren't they a lot of the QAnon people, the, the, the Capitol rioters? I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah. More than just the internet conspiracy, I'm scared. But I like the one about the pyramids and the aliens. You know that it's like they all line up and that we're all time travel. That sounds fun. I like time travel. Sure. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody had to build those fucking even... things, and it, I don't know. It sounds hard. So why not aliens? It's too bit. It's too much to wrap your brain around. I think that's the most logical conclusion is that it's something that's so. so- well, I don't think it's aliens. I think it's us from the future. And I think it's us after we believe it's somebody else. And then we go, we want to be right. So we close a loop. When we get there, we build them and we go, see, I was right. And then we now know we can make justify our entire lives believing. Excuse me. Like I'm a, a true believer. I, like I now fully am into this. So we mm-hmm. were humans came back built the pyramids and then went forward yeah and then when we and then we know we do it though with the knowledge that we're going to spend a ton of time deciding over who built this and it's going to be like the crux of our society and we're going to look at the ancient civilizations so we go back and build it so that we can become our own gods wow yeah i like that sure yeah um, I was going to say, I really mm-hmm. love, uh, but then you reminded me of another one, but I love that people are lizards. I'm into that. <laughs> Lizard people in charge. Mm-hmm. Love that. Um, and I, I, I think octopi are aliens. I would love it. Oh, right. Are. There's supposed to be like. And 9-11 is like an insane. Have you seen my octopus friend? If you like octopus, you should watch it. I actually do a bit about it now. Uh, um, uh, octop- like octopus is a Greek word, not a Latin word. So the plural is octopodes. I learned that from. Oh, it's not octopi? 
No, I learned that from a Kumail Nanjiani joke. That is Octopodi. 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 Yeah. Is it Octopodi? It's Greek, not Latin. So the plural is Potus, like Potus. Okay. Octopodis. Octopodus. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> Write it down. Tweeting <laughs> right. it. Right. Sure. Right. I will spread the word. I still. Tweeted. I don't like saying cacti. That is. I'll just say cactuses because fucking. Oh yeah. Okay, you know. Yeah, but the, the I have heard the octopus thing. I still eat. Do you still eat them? Like you said, you had uh, octopus at the Greek restaurant. Delicious. I actually had octopus in a taco yesterday. Yeah, yeah. good. And if you guys are ever in La Jolla, Oscar's Tacos. Have you been there? So good. It's it's like a taco with smoked fish, shrimp. And scallops. There's one with octopus. It's like the, just delicious. And then one with steak and shrimp together. Wow. Oh, a little surfing, um, surfing turf. Yeah, that's what they call it. Um, but I didn't want to, and I really try not to, and I hate when it's a full tentacle. But when you're trying to, you know, expand your mind as a culinary person, you got to eat it. Are you are you actively trying to like uh, broaden your horizons? No, but I'm like, if something's delicious and it's known for something or there's a chef, like I don't like mushrooms or olives, but if I'm at like a fancy place and that's the dish, I'm going to try it. Okay. I want to see what the best people are doing. So I don't want to order octopus, but when you see it on this menu of a place that's like known for seafood tacos, what? who cares about morals? I, have, a, I guess I have no integrity. I have no integrity. They got a poke place right next to my gym and I'll just, I'll throw some octopus on there. I don't give a fuck. Not from a poke place. That's I, what I do it. I you gotta do go it. to sh- you gotta go to fancy chef or like you know if they do it right. It's like I don't get the, like you don't want to get like uh, scallops at a food truck. You know, it's like I mean maybe nowadays you can because it's like a yeah. food truck is just like a restaurant. But sometimes I'm just like, how, where are you getting your seafood? I always heard but never I get didn't... ceviche from a food truck, but I don't know if that's racist. Yeah, I got ceviche at this little taco place. I love Mexican. Uh, well, how, why would that be racist? Ceviche. Wait, is what part of that is racist? It implies they don't the know how. Part or the ceviche? Like, what part is racist? Wait a minute. You know how like. Wait a minute. You know how everything. I'm driving I, this truck. You know how I look like I stormed the Capitol. Everything I say looks like it, it has a tinge of racism. <laughs> Who, when you picture a food truck, who was driving? I just, <laughs> I just know that everything I say, if it doesn't involve like a straight white man, there's a little sprinkle of like bigotry in there. Okay. Have you guys heard the mushroom um, conspiracy theory though? Because Lisa was no. talking about mushrooms. Is that the the mushrooms are actually um, running the world? Like that's why. What? Like fungus? No. And they're no. That documentary more... that's on that's on the stuff. Oh, uh, it's called like the. It's like the Wood Wide Web, right? Right. I haven't watched it, but so I've heard the of it. the mycelium that comes out of it hooks yeah. onto like every plant. So there's people who are like, okay, so when you eat the 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 magic mushrooms. You're like tapping into like this, like avatar, like, you know, like you're you're tapping into the hard drive of the planet or whatever. Well, I don't know about that one, but the one though, I I don't know if it's related, but mushrooms do actually uh, like roots of trees will connect. under the woods, And then mushrooms will like the fungus will communicate between them. Yeah. But I think with the magic mushrooms, it's the added element. So I think people put that together and say like, well, what if mushrooms actually are the thing that like the center of the universe and they are like everything we do is like to keep them alive and it's like they do survive so like they live through anything you don't have to do shit yeah 
did you guys see i don't know who tweeted it but it's a funny tweet like how did people come to figure out which mushrooms which like okay this kills you this one gives you fantasies this one tastes good with pasta like how did you know I think it's this? just dead. Someone eats something, they die. You don't eat that, okay? And then you move along. <laughs> that was like a like... that was like a Tom Rhodes joke from like the eighties. Like you got to give it up for the Indians, man. They had to smoke a lot of shit before they got to weed. Yeah, how many things did you smoke? But like in those nature shows, they always show like a jaguar that eats them, and then you see like the jaguar like acting all crazy. So maybe they just like saw that and were like, whatever the oh, fuck that animal. thing's eating, like gets you well, fucked it, up. It's been very humid and rainy in Michigan, and the backyard here is filled with all these delicious looking mushrooms. They look so good. And I want to eat, I, I, I'm just like, are these going to waste or are they the poison kind? I didn't eat them, but I was tempted. I was like, those would be really good. I put some garlic on that and put it in the grill. And <laughs> Have then... you tried talking to them? Just ask. Maybe they'll be like, I'm, I'm poisoned. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. I just have to, I have to get down, uh, get down to their level yeah. and have a heart to heart conversation. No, I'm going to take nothing of it where you're just like, hey guys. <laughs> I take I take my headphone jack, I plug it right into the dirt, yeah. I shove it into huh? the dirt. You're hooked up to the universe, man. Yeah. <laughs> They're talking to me, man. <laughs> I mean, can I eat you? Are you delicious? You're not going to kill me, are you? Are you sure? Are you delicious? <laughs> no, go ahead. It's not delicious. Have a big bite, Mike. Okay. okay. Well, if you're lying to me, oh God, no! Like, fuck you, Mike, you stupid idiot. Burns, while you, uh, what's your favorite conspiracy theory? Dumb one. Um, You've done this before, I know, but see, uh, yeah, the ones that are my favorites are the ones I, I I want to be true. I think just the general New World Order uh, idealism is my favorite. That everything is is tied together and we're all just pawns that there's really nothing we can do to change the, the course of, of, uh, of uh, world politics or national politics that, that Trump was <laughs> yeah, on purpose that, you know, Biden is a puppet. Like, it's just like, it's, we really have no say all this stuff's just going to happen. And someone's pulling the, pulling the strings from behind the scenes. Whoa, we went an hour and a half without Biden. What'd you say? Sorry. <laughs> hour and a half without me. How hour and a half with no him. Biden talk? Man, yeah, no one likes him. It's a real respect. <laughs> When's la when during Trump did you go an hour and a half talking to people without talking about Trump? Hardly ever. Oh God, no. Yeah. Right. Right. What did you say, April? Right before that, I missed it. I'm sorry. I said Mike was spitting facts. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. April, thank you for standing with me. Conspiracy theory. All I heard was truth. Yeah, like, you know it's the truth. You know, these rich kung people, old money, they own it all. That's why we just got to focus on our own personal shit and helping our neighborhood around us. Yeah, Sorry, my, what, my whole thing was like, had yeah, over and over yeah. again of like, I'm ever, done with all of it. You ever notice that everybody wants a certain thing and then it still doesn't get passed? I My theory is that Republicans' job is to say no and Democrats' job is to say maybe, which fucking means no. So that's like all it is. It's the same thing. One says maybe, 
and then that's why Democrats look like pussies because they don't actually want the thing that they say that they want. Yeah, we're in a twilight zone. To explain society to an alien would be wild. It would be like, wait, <laughs> they're doing laws so people can't vote? And you're like, yeah. And then it's like, are people trying to stop it? Nah. Like, it's just, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Wait, hold on. They're pumping chemicals into the plants? Yeah. yeah. And then you guys are eating it? And yeah. the trash is going in the ocean? Yeah. And you can see how everybody went weighs 400 pounds and they didn't used to yeah <laughs> like, it's wild that you can't like oh sorry go ahead down and they're like they did not tiktok about aliens if they tried like what was going on and aliens like oh earth is too ghetto we are not going like, earth <laughs> is too ghetto <laughs> like oh no we are not taking over they can have that like goodbye like, do you yeah. think if enough of us like like non-government there's like people we all were like okay we're not gonna like fuck the laws don't listen but we everything we do is like for the public good like we all get together and right. build a high rise and we're like and this is free housing like could the go i mean the government it would be illegal but can you imagine if like a whole city went got arrested for building a high rise or free like i think at some point you could just turn it around and it'd be like well too bad we don't like your government either make this legal or you suck because what's wrong with the thing we did that's I how we started this country like some some rich fucks got mad they were getting taxed right yeah let's all dump our shit into the i don't know i don't know if they did it the right way i was at a like a, a hertz garage where we had to wait forever and none of the people who worked there even like had any power because they were just employees overnight so everybody was like i was like i could start a revolution we were waiting like three hours it was hot as fuck in vegas <laughs> please start was delayed. i was like if we all grab cars because everyone had a reservation paid for and it was just short staffed i was like we all right now grab a car and drive out we all got to bring it back because they have our shit. And uh, the people who work there, all they have to do is be like, no, come back. And then don't chase us. Uh, who is going to get in trouble? Please Nobody. Because the people who make money are sitting in an office somewhere. They don't give a fuck. They don't want us to get home. I saw a meme that Tom Morello posted that it said it was a map of the world. And it had the United States in pink and all the other countries in gray. And it said countries with a uh, billionaire and a dick rocket. And it was like pink, and it said gray. Countries with universal health care, gray. Oh God! And I was like, yeah, can't have both. I, I think that people are are starting to get, uh, starting to have that kind of attitude where you've seen people just walk out of jobs now, or like Burger mm -hmm. King shut down because everyone quits, and they're like, well, you got it, but you got to have a job, otherwise you're going to be poor. And people are just like, well, I guess I'm just kind of poor now. I'm not doing this shit anymore until you figure out a better way that to pay Frito -Lay me. That Frito-Lay shit, man. The restaurant did close because they were like, the conditions were awful. Everything was terrible. And they're like, yeah. I don't have to work in this shit. I fuck your milkshake and have a great day. Like, we're out. <laughs> because and there are so many jobs available in any town USA. Every street you drive up and down in this in Michigan, everywhere I go. Fucking Ray Liotta, man. Fuck every, you, pay me. Fuck you, pay every, me. Every store, help wanted, help wanted, help wanted. Fuck you, pay me. Store, help Fuck wanted. you, pay Fuck me. Fuck you, pay me. Fuck you, pay me. And people can just like, well, we're gonna. I'm not working at Burger King because I can go, go down to Applebee's and I can get that job. If I don't like that, I can quit that in a month. I can go take this. Yeah. I can do this. You don't dictate me anymore. I don't have to uh, take the amount of money that you say is the amount of money that I deserve. Burns and I lived together and we picked up Rolling Stone magazine 
And in it, it it had like a ranking of like the best songs. And there was this like song by this band, The Waves, in it. And the bass player lived in our building. And then it had like the 50 funniest people right now. And Burns was on there for for Dad Boner. And I was like, where's all the money? Like, (laughs) we're poor. We're we're living this shit pile. Like, this guy's song is in Rolling Stone magazine. This dude's one of the 50 funniest people right now, according to. Where's the fucking money? Right, or rolling up quarters to go down to the taco stand and have some Coronas. Like, what fuck? I made a fucking magazine. Where's the fucking money from? You can pay with the cutout magazine. Be like, you can say that. Right. Right. All right. Yeah, it's all about the advertising. You know, they don't care. It's all about trying to sell a gel or a cream. Well, we're gonna take it back, Lisa. We're gonna take it fucking back. But Frito Lay is pissing me off. Frito Lay is insane. But I'm I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose so much weight. I'm not. I, I've already not bought Cheetos or Funyuns like eight times. Yeah, and fuck them. Buy local stuff. Buy buy independent, smaller chip companies. Don't buy their shit anymore. Fuck them. I'm not gonna. What's the New York yeah. brand that they have at uh, Wise Chips? Oh man, they like those ones are so good. Look, yeah. I have an Us Girl tattoo, Mike. Ooh, nice. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. You bees about <laughs> really it. Cool. I like that. See, there, you go. About it. there you go. Own that. No, She's so cute. Um, no, can we end on a fun note? Like, uh, besides how we're murdering the planet and we have no control in our future, people are dying at work and being swept away. Okay, that's a good. Okay, yeah, I had one in my head. Frito Lay tattoo, like right here. Like, I go, oh, no. Okay, I gotta cover this up now. Uh, okay. We were talking about the movies that made us. I know that some of them are going to be on there. Uh, I want. It's kind of fun to name a movie that if you, like, if you were on a date, let's say, and the person said, "I haven't seen that movie," you would be like, "Have a good rest of the night." Like, uh, I don't trust you. You did not I see this. This is movie. a guy thing. It's a guy thing. You wouldn't. You I, would not do it. Well, because like, I, am I gonna like? It's just like. There's so many movies that are iconic that I'm just like, I'm not, then books and things, I'm like, I'm not going to assume this person. Like, that's a high, I'm okay. never going to fuck. Like, you know. What's I'm, your, what, okay, what is your favorite movie of all time? <laughs> hold you to the same things I like. Like, you yeah, like what wrestling, if someone you know? Grew like, up in Afghanistan, like, oh, you didn't see Home Alone. Fuck you. Like, I don't, you know, I was busy. <laughs> I like watching movies with people that I like, though. Like, I love to be like, I want you to watch this with, right. like, because I bet see I what just happened. I gave a completely fun question, and then everyone decided it was like the most like bigoted thing that they'd ever heard in their life. They're like, "What if? No, what no, if they were an good. orphan in Afghanistan and they didn't see Home Alone because they don't have Christmas?" You never said, "I am Malik." You never saw him have fun jerking off for the rest of your life, loser. Because we're fucking done. We're done. Okay, fine. I'll re- let me reword a perfectly simple question about movies, Lisa Traeger. Uh, <laughs> Teresa started this. I had an answer. <laughs> okay, what was your answer? That's fun. Um, well, my friend Frex brought this up to me last week, and she told me that I bring up Hocus Pocus more to her than <laughs> she could ever imagine. She's like, I, she's like, more than anyone in my life. She goes, you bring up Hocus Pocus constantly. And so I would think that's the movie. Because I, I went, remember, Winnie, remember, out of nowhere. And she's like, what? I'm like, come on. Do you remember you? I watched recently. I watched Big Business because of you, Lisa. Did you like it? Yes, I did. Yeah, it holds up. 
It's so And good. it's a kids movie starring women in their late forties. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And did you you recognize little Seth Green? Yes, yeah, he's a little terror. Yeah, I had to grab his balls on stage at a on a Eric Andre show live. Thank you. <laughs> That's what's you so cool. Like the internet is wild. Like I sometimes tweet back and forth with Devin Sawa, and I'm like, what did I do right in my life? I got a like, like from David Copperfield, the magician. <laughs> He made the Statue of Liberty disappear in 1987 or something. Great. Feels good. It feels so good. You picture him. He's like, in your head, you picture David Copperfield, like, in his family room, like, looking out. He's got some Malibu, like, mansion. He's just looking at what you have to say. And I'm Physically, there's two in contact with you. There's two stories that I love about like somebody who's really good at something using that skill in real life. And one of them is David Copperfield uh, got away from a robber by using sleight of hand. Like he kept his watch <laughs> by being like, you know. <laughs> Oh my and the other one that brain just melted or something yeah like, the, well the, oh my God. the guy's like give me your watch and then he did it and then he like he was poof be gone and then the other one was michael schumacher the formula one racer's wife went into labor they hailed a cab and michael schumacher goes get the fuck out and he took the <laughs> oh cab and he whipped around traffic because he's a pro that's so dangerous yeah well he, that's what he does. The labor. That's... Yeah, it's not about him. It's about the other drivers. Come on. Pro driver, though. Pro driver. Pro driver. That's interesting because you would never say, like that, that. Those are their jobs, but it feels like different when they're not like in performance mode. But if it was just a doctor outside of the surgery, like you're never like, wow, I can't believe like doctor also like helped that sick woman on the street. <laughs> what? Because that's what we expect. Like, there's something that feels fake about who they are on stage and off, yeah. which is like, I don't know. That's interesting. I never realized that. What's your favorite movie, Brida? Because you asked that question. Um, a movie that made you. See, there it's just so many different answers. See, I wouldn't leave the in fact, like my wife, I took her to see Pee-Wee's Big Adventure. Like I saw that and it was really fun, like to see that live, like in person. Paul Rubens came out and spoke afterwards. Uh I love the karate kids so much that I can't explain it to anybody. And I watch Cobra Kai. I haven't the, seen either of those two that you mentioned. So. Oh, you uh, should. Oh, see no. <laughs> I haven't seen Good thing we're not on a date, so. <laughs> uh, have you seen Pulp Fiction? Yes. Many it, times. Goodfellas? It is the, it is no. the worst. But Goodfellas <laughs> was one where a guy was dating, show, like, was like, let's watch it because you haven't seen it. But yeah, then yeah, I watched yeah. it, and it was great. Yeah. Have you seen Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion? No. I haven't seen that. That's my Goodfellas. I've seen oh. it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch it it's so good I, I i i hate though if if you show someone a movie you're pumped for and you can tell the energy of them uh, that they're not enjoying it you've got yes. i turn it off oh like, yeah no, yeah it's like i'm like i just turn it off like it was very perform. like i knew that i would probably like it because it was good like a classic but it was one of those things where i was like i need to it's like you know what like i don't i don't know the guys really to this but in my early 20s i feel like if someone went down on me i had to like perform to enjoy because i'm like i need to let them know that they're doing a good job and then i'm like it feels like if you're on like it's just like being watching an orchestra while you're playing it's it was not fun obviously i got over it now i don't give a fuck but I feel like that's how I felt. Like I was like, 
Oh, if somebody's like, I made this, I made this food, try it. You have to be like, I'm like, "Mm." Mm -hmm. like, I have to be like, this is so funny. Ha ha. Is this the part you like that guy? I see. I see why you like this. Wow. Your personality is great. I can tell, (laughs) you know, I think you're cool because you like this. Yeah. Wow. You're so cool. Oh, you've got great taste. Cause that's what they want you to say. Yeah. It's, I don't know. April, what, what's your favorite movie? Movie that made you. What made you? <laughs> movie that made Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's a different <laughs> thing. It's a different like, thing. That is a different thing. Like the movie. I mean, growing up, I watched, oh wait, that's Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go get your Amazon. Cause it's like where you think you get your humor, like your fashion, like stuff uh, like that. I mean, I grew up like the thing I watched. Uh, what is it? Now I'm going blank. Coming to America. Coming like, to America. That's the movie that made me. And like I thought, just reciting lines, I was like, I'm a comedian now. And um, <laughs> also, I liked Eddie Murphy in The Golden Child, which is like yeah. a really <laughs> like it's a bad a movie. weird movie. It's a weird movie. It's so trippy, right? Um. But now I don't know what I what's my favorite movie now. I don't even know what my go to. Okay, Burns and I have a hard and fast rule about it, which is there's a difference between favorite and best. The Atlanta Hawks are your favorite basketball team. They're not always the best basketball team. So you can, Got like, it. some absolute trash, and you just hold tight to that as long as that's yours. I feel that's mostly people's favorite movies because it's like I love American Beauty, but I'll watch that once a year. But I I'll watched watch it recently. I like it. It's so good. And it's, it is good. It was a bad example. It's really and good. And it's, like, even more creepy in 2021. I went and saw Fast, uh, the Fast Furious, what oh, F nine? Me too. On I loved it. I, loved I went on it. Friday by myself because I don't know anyone that likes it as much as me. And if and I want to sit there and ooh ha yeah and eat popcorn and like I I went with you and Bronger once to a Fast and Furious movie. It's so it's fun. I my my eyes welled up with tears. I hadn't been in a theater for a year and a half. And I had a big mellow yellow and a big bucket of popcorn. Mellow yellow. And, and I was all by myself. And I just, I ate a, I ate a 10 milligram gummy and I sank into that seat and had the best Friday I've had in so long. But no one would have, anyone else might've like walked out and said like, yeah, I guess it was okay. And they're like, okay. What do you mean? You sat here next to me the whole time? Or like, it's two and a half hours. It gets so, like two hours. Like, is this is so this fun. movie ever? It's so fun. Yeah, I haven't Thank seen you. any Fast that. and Furiouses till the. I saw the first one like in high school. I haven't seen them, but someone said I have a ticket. Do you want to go? And I was like, yes. And I knew what I was going into. And I was like, yeah, take that car into space. Like I was yes. in. Yeah. So it's like even though I didn't know, I had the men. I was not going there being like, impress me with your cinematography. <laughs> you know? but- it's, I went with my boyfriend. He's never seen any of them, and it, he fought, like I was like, you know, he, you don't need to watch him. He's like, I get it. It's cars go vroom, and we both had so much fun. It was fun. It is, and I don't know if I coined this. It, there's no way I did, but it's action porn. It's an it's a genre of film like the Expendables type movies, Bad Boys Three. They're just mm. they're straight up action porn. They don't serve any other purpose than to get you off with something that's so far fetched. That it brings you this great joy that's very disposable. Yeah, but such we're going, to, um, we're going to outer space with a Fiero. I I could you there's no way I would have get they would take things so far, but yet they pulled it off and I loved it and it was 
Every second of that movie was. Where do you think they're going to go next? Because they are definitely making another. I think I think it's underwater or time travel or center of the world. It's got to be one of those, right? (laughs) I was just gonna say that. I thought because there's no way to top that, but yeah, it's got to be one of those things. Maybe they have like a Back to the Future type thing going. Mars. Um, what if they go because i feel like they were setting up with those guys the rocket um the the new guys the group that they were building the rocket i think they're setting up a new generation because they were definitely spending way more time on these random people in the desert than they should have so and they're funny so i'm like they're definitely setting up a new cast i think they're going to time travel to their young selves or something like that and then these guys will get the you know get the baton and take the franchise into the future um, it's also it's, one of the most diverse casts of something that's a giant blockbuster film. Her, that, yeah. Hey guys, that uh, is, I've gotten a hundred phone calls in a row from my agent, so I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out oh, what this is. So uh, yeah, right. I've been <laughs> hearing it. And I know. I was like, what is crazy? Around, I'm like, I'm hearing buzzing. No, yeah, it's. I just uh, wanted to say, don't you want to put put your car under a truck every time you drive? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, thank you guys very much. It'll be up Friday. You guys were awesome. Uh, I'm going to figure out what the fuck my agent I hope you is. got the job. I, I hope it's good. I, yeah. I booked something right before I talked to you guys, so that's good. Yeah. Oh, cool. Good job, Brian. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, All right, bye. bye. Yeah. That's April, Mike, Adam, Teresa, and Lisa. Go ahead and hit subscribe. I'll tag them on Twitter and Instagram. Go give everybody a follow on social media. They want you to follow them, specifically you. (sighs) If you wanted closure on those phone calls I was being told, I had to take a COVID test that day. What is in my mouth? Ah. Okay, yeah. I had a giant Q-tip shoved up my nose. COVID was not detected. Your boy, COVID-free. Double vaxxed, COVID-free. I also have watched the Boys to Men episode on that pop show thing on Netflix if you wanted closure on that too. Look at me giving you guys closure. That is the show. Thank you so much for listening. R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan.